it do, what it do, y'all. This is your boy, North End Floyd, with another episode of the Kickback Podcast, man. This is episode 96, I think. We getting close to 100. I still don't know what we going to do when I hit that 100 episode. I might give something away, you know what I'm saying, for reaching a, a, a milestone for me and whatever. So, But when we get to that, man, you know what I'm saying, I'll see what I'm going to do as far as, you know, uh, showing love for all the people that supported, shared this show. And, um, you know what I'm saying, just kept the motivation going, man. But, you know, we talking about, we doing part two of is the goal still marriage? You know, do people still want to get married out there? Is that the goal, man? Do people still want that house with the picket fence, with the family and all that? Or are they tired of it? They tired of the toxic. They tired of the cheating, the lying. You know what I'm saying? The negativity. And they just done with it, you know? So we we, we had a good show part one. So I figured let's bring it back part two, and we got a couple of guests on. I got returning guest Cornbread. Cornbread was was good, man. Let the people know who you are. What's up with it, Cornbread Capone? OMRforLife.com. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm the Honesty Podcast every other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, real Southern hip hop on a higher level. Music that'll uh, move you, motivate you, and uh, push you in a great direction facts no doubt man you know what i'm saying like i said it's, y'all need to check out the show man it's a dope podcast on youtube you know what i'm saying i like it you know it, it keeps me um uh, interested every show that he drops you know so you know what i'm saying y'all need to check that out and also i have another guest um miss brandy yates let the people know who you are hey my name is brandy yates uh i'm the ceo of conquering relationships um my goal is i have a podcast but I do a bunch of things. So I do life coaching. I do live broadcast, audio podcast, just kind of a lot of things. Um, But my goal is to bridge the gap of the misunderstandings between men and women. So Mm -hmm. a lot of my clients are men as well. (laughs) Yes, men getting advice from women. Um, So, yeah, I target men and women trying to help us unlearn and relearn some of these mindsets and habits um, so that we can live our own truths and not somebody else's truth. For sure, for sure, man. Y'all check out, man. Y'all check out her show. She's a life coach, and and where and let the people know where you from. Where you from? Uh, Belleville, Illinois. Belleville, Illinois is in the building, man. So you know, shout out to all Illinois, uh, the Illinois people out there that's that's watching, doing anything. So, but anyway, man, we talking about is the goal still marriage? And you know, uh, that's not really one of the questions. But Brandy, what do you think? I mean, let's let's start it off. Is the goal still marriage? you think in a lot of people's eyes, is, is that still the dream? Is that still the American dream that we we paint? To be honest, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it don't look like it's the American dream. Mm. It looks like it's still an option, obviously, but I don't, I don't know if I can necessarily say it's the American dream anymore. Really? Is is that the dream for you? You think this, is that the dream for you? What do you think? Do you want that? I don't know if you're married or not. I'm not trying to get in your business. But. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I want marriage. I mm-hmm. want marriage. Um, I want a healthy partner overall, though. So I think for now, I'm not so much as focused on marriage because I think when people are more so focused on, on the image of marriage, they choose any type of partner just so they can say they married. For sure. You know, every time I start this show... <laughs> Every time I start the show, my dog be tripping. He just go crazy. He start barking and stuff. You know what I'm saying? He only eight pounds, and he be barking like he a pit bull and stuff. He got but, an opinion, too. 
Yeah, I gotta find him a girlfriend or something. But bread, what bread you think? Um man, what you want, man? Are you trying to are you trying to settle down? Are you trying to eventually, you know, find that one or what what it is with you though? I accepted that because of my address, that would never happen to me. Address. Well, because I because of the city that I live in. Mm. Uh, that won't happen for me. So I'm just trying to make the life I do live as happy as possible without that. Because what I see is, um, it's funny. It's like uh, you got certain married people that will come up to me and say, hey, don't ever get married. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I'll be like, what? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you got to take into consideration why do people say the things that they say? They're not True. telling you that just because it sounds good. They're telling you that for a reason. So you couple that with the mindset that's out here. Uh, I do better doing what I'm doing right now, you know, than, than going that route, you know, because it's it's not going to end up good, unfortunately. I wish, I wish I could say different. I wish that the circumstances could be flipped, but because of where I am, where I live, it's just not gonna happen. I, I feel you on that, and let me speak for a guy that's married. Uh, I just think that I was um, lucky, blessed to get into the situation um, that I am in. Uh, she was totally opposite from the females that I was used to messing with, so I think that was one thing that um, definitely attracted me to her. She didn't like to go to clubs. She didn't. She wasn't, you know, out there fighting and arguing and, you know, in drama and all that. She was. She was like. She was peace. You know, I was, it was. It was a peaceful situation. I know if I took her out to eat or whatever, it would be just great conversation and it would be relaxing. It wasn't no, you know, tension or no, you know, nothing involved in that. So, I think I kind of. I'm not gonna say lucked up into the situation, but. You know how I met her was kind of, uh, it was it's it's a funny story how I met her, but uh, I think it's, I think I was just in a lucky situation that you know a lot of people are fortunately not, uh, not in. You know, a lot of people go through drama. You know, they go through cheating and and all that. And be honest with you, if I had that type of situation or if that happened to me, yeah, that would definitely. Um, prevent me from or be reluctant to try to you know get married and stuff like that i'll be scared to because then you got you know it's it's tough to trust people out here in this world man to be honest with you and you trust people and you out there looking stupid that's the worst that's one of the worst things ever to feel you know you're out there trusting that certain individual and you're out there looking stupid so but you know to each his own but let me get to one of these questions man and one of these questions is let me let me let me pop it off one of the questions is we're gonna talk about as far as um like I said, going out. Do y'all think it's uh is it unattractive to a male or female that the person that they're dating goes out every chance they get? You know, if you're talking to somebody and you know they're going out every weekend or when the club is jumping, or is that okay with you long as you know, you know, long as you, you could trust them or stuff like that. I was gonna let Brandy go oh. for it. Uh, no, for me, that's not okay. Um, 
I am, I'll be 35 next month. So I feel like at a certain age that you're at, you should be, your goal should be something else other than every party that pops up throughout the week and on weekends. Like you should be have something else that you're building and working towards other than partying, especially if it's every weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a no for me. Um, and I will purposely not date anybody like that because I don't believe in going going into something trying to change a person. So if I meet you in that season of your life, I got to expect that that's just what you're going to do. You know, and I got to know that it's going to be so many problems trying to change you from doing that. So I don't take interest in people that's in the lifestyle of needing to party all throughout the week and on weekends, every weekend. Brad, what you think? Uh, it's a no-go for me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very strict. Got some very tough standards and, uh, you know, excessive partying. That's one of them, you know, can't do it. You know, I've been there, done that. Maybe if I was younger, yeah, you know, but as you get older, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for you anymore. You think the, you think the person that's going out, uh, like that, Often, do you think uh, they realize that? I don't think I don't think guys or I don't think females like when I go out. You know, do you think they understand they're going out every other day or every weekend? And and sometimes that that be the people be like, oh, it ain't no good men out there or it ain't no good females out there. But really, to be honest with you, good eight times out of ten, nobody wants somebody that's always going to the club or that's always out with their friends and stuff like that. Especially when you get older. I think when you get older, I think, like, the house is more comfortable. I think you want to, you know, or just, you know, just being comfortable with that person. I don't think going out to the club and doing this or that person partying. I think at a certain age, you just kind of want to be settled in. You're right. For, For me, I feel like the reason I say no with partying in clubs is because as you get older, like I said, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring some type of excitement or some different, some new stuff to the relationship or the marriage. So it's like, if all you know is partying and clubbing, how, how far are we going to get? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially if I'm not the type of person that parties in clubs like that. It's like, okay, so now I got to retrain you on hey, we can have fun by going bowling or hey, we can have game nights or, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know if y'all have that there, but they got top golf type things. We can go to an arcade, do, be a big kid as a grown up. Like it's other things we can do to have fun. And if you, if all you know, if your fun is only partying and clubbing, like I feel like it's a battle I don't want to have. And especially if you're in your 30s, 40s, like nah, 50s, nah. Yeah, because, you know, on my timeline, I see a lot of people, they constantly going out, you know, and they constantly partying, and that be the main ones that's single, and that's be the main ones that be complaining about it ain't no good people out there. And I think that if you keep going out to a club, you're not going to meet a lot of good people that's going out to the club because you're going to be drunk, you know what I'm saying? The guy might just want you for one thing. He he intoxicated and stuff like that, so, you know, (laughs) he ain't seeing you for what you is or what you want to be seen as, so... I just think um me personally, I'm I'm laid back, I'm chill, you know. Um now you could go out with your homegirls every now and then and stuff like that, cool. 
you know, I ain't tripping on that. But if you're going out every week and that's like that's that's dipping into maybe us going out to enjoy ourselves, yes, you know, yes. then, man, I don't think you're ready for it. I don't think you're ready for the type of situation that I'm ready for. And I think people overlook those red flags like that. I think they just think like, man, that person's hot. That person's fine. I'm feeling up. And they just deal with it. And it just and in the long run, it just don't end healthy. I've um so I like I'm a life coach. So I have men and women clients. And um outside of having clients, I also do like group personal sessions just to have these type of conversations. Mm-hmm. And there were many, there were a nice amount of men who who live that lifestyle and they have uh, been in relationships or married in long-term ones, and now they're not. So I, I don't know if they're going through a finding themselves stage. I don't know. But they have said that they have not seen not one woman out of all the partying they've done. They've not seen one woman they that they were actually cuff. Really? And I said, I said, if that is the case, then why, why are you continuing to be in that environment? Like, why not change your environment to try to find a different type of woman? If you know that these are the type of women that be in this situation and they are the type of women that you will never wife or anything like that. And a lot of them were, they were lost. They were just like, I don't know. I just, they going through stuff in life and all they want to do is have fun. And so I'm like, you're letting your, you're letting the fun and the partying take you away from facing whatever the issues is that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you as a man, I don't feel like you are built to be a leader. If you don't sit down for a minute and face your your ish, you know, face it, get you some goals. You know, you got to be a leader mm-hmm. and you can't just say, I want a girl, but you ain't got nowhere to lead her. Yeah, you I know? like Terry. I like Terry Roy. Um I like his answer. He says, fix your favorite beverage at home and y'all dance together at home. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be dope, too. You it's know what intimate. I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, intimate. You know. it's, it's peaceful. It's a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Terry Roy, man. He, um, he a regular on the show. He always he always uh, tuning in. He always sharing and, and stuff like that. Hey, y'all share this show, man. Y'all, and like everybody out here. Yeah, everybody out there, man. Y'all, y'all share the show, man. Y'all show some love. It only take two seconds to do all this. Hey, Kari, chill out. Down there, uh, shout out to Clint, man. He's been too, he's been tapping in also. Um, yeah, yeah Clint, I just he just uh, man, he followed me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Shout out to the homie, I don't know him and stuff, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he be tapping in though, so I gotta show love. That's your classmate, Ozan, yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's tap in, let's move on. Um, I got another question right here. Do multiple kids scare a male, a male or a female from being in a committed relationship? What y'all think about that? Ooh. <sighs> Do multiple kids scare a male or a female from being in a committed relationship? I'm gonna tell you like, let me start off. I'm gonna tell you like this. When I was younger, man, when I was younger, I was like in my early 20s, it scared me. You know what I'm saying? I because I, I talked to a female and at the time she had like three kids and she, we was only like 21 or something like that. She already had three kids. And I was like, I wasn't ready for that commitment because, you know, um, when you go out with somebody, when you date somebody, I mean, the kids is, you know, it's kind of it's like a package deal. You know, you can't just take her out to eat and be like, you know, disregard the kids. I mean, you can have that one on one, but, you know she got a she got some kids she got to take care of or whatever and you can't just do everything catered to her 
and you know don't acknowledge that she have kids so at the point at the time i wasn't financially able to i mean ready to take care of a woman with multiple kids like that now i'm older now and let me just say if i was hypothetically single um I would say it is a cutoff limit for me. Maybe if you, I think maybe three would be at the most or whatever. If you got four or five, that'd be, you know, a little sketchy right there, you know, but I mean, to each his own. But uh, I'm going to say in my younger days, yes, multiple kids would stop me from being in a committed relationship. And I think she even asked me that. I think she even told me we would be together if I didn't have all these kids. And I just said, no, I didn't want to lie. I didn't want to be honest with her. So I just like, nah, I say, nah, that ain't. Say no, that don't have nothing to do with it. But in fact, it definitely did. So, I mean, I just I, to me, it depends on the age range, age range, and if you go forward. It. So, Brandy, what, what cornbread? What y'all think about that? Well, <laughs> Sierra, Sierra, say ouch. Sierra, I'm, my bad. You got three kids. Sierra got three kids. So you, I mean, you was at the. She said, she said ouch to something else. I don't know what she posted. That uh, <laughs> she had been posted that. Okay. All right. My bad. Yeah. It scares me. It scares a lot of men. Uh, I've seen it scare women off too. Uh, it works both ways, I guess. Um, mm. Brad, what's your what's your cutoff limit, man? If you, if you, if you if you was talking to a female, if you seen a female and she said she had a certain number of kids, what would be your cutoff <laughs> on the kids? I say, I say three, three, three. Brandy, if you if you was talking to a male, you say, "Hey man, you know, I got I got some kids or whatever." What? what how many kids is like? Ooh. It's, it's various factors for me. Um, for me, I would say one of those factors is it's not so much as the how many kids as, as it is how many baby mamas. Okay. Um, okay, I like that. That's one major factor. The other factor is it's not so much as how many kids, but the ages. Um, because my okay. son is 13, I don't want any more kids. So I have to take into consideration uh, kind of what you said a little earlier, like you you have to bond with them. You know, you're not just bonding with him, mm, but, if, you know, if this is the person you're going to be with, you got to bond with their kids, too. So you got to be in a mental state and emotional state and financial state to want to be able to do that. Um, so I don't know. It, it's just various factors. I, I got to see, like I said, the baby mom, I don't. I'm too old at this point. I got a brand. I ain't got time to be dealing with baby mama drama. So, you know, you can have one kid and if the baby mama crazy and you can't control her, it's a no for me. So it's not necessarily how many kids, I guess. So Yeah, that's definitely a deal breaker. If you can't control the baby mama or the baby father and all that, you know what I'm saying? They they popping up at the house and they see that, you know, you with your man or something like that and they want to act extra. You know what I'm saying? When you can't control that situation, that's definitely... Um, I, I don't, yeah, yeah, that's I don't need to be in that type of drama and stuff like that. Yeah. When, you, when you're able to control it, then maybe we can make something happen and stuff. But let me get to some of the comments, let me see what they're saying. Uh, Miss Adams says it scares women as well, yeah, definitely, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, Clint said with kids, you're gonna have to get 
in good with them and the mom. And that could be some work. You just got to put it in. What's up, my boy, Freddie Monroe? What it do? Uh, Toya, she said, if we're talking about adult children, that's one thing. Um, you know what? With adult children, you definitely got to bond with them because, you know, they're a little bit older. And, you know, that can be like, you know, they can very, they can really voice their opinion. You know, like, Brandon, you got a 13-year-old son. So, you know, uh, he could be like, man, I don't like you. <laughs> you know, he could be like, you know, the son could be like, you come over and try to visit Brandy, and then Brandy, you might step out and he'd be like, um, oh, man, I don't really like you being with my mom or whatever. You know, to, you know, you got some kids like that, be like, ah, man, I don't like to see my mom with nobody else. So you brought up, I'm glad you said that part because I didn't mention that too. It okay. So another factor is how controllable your kids are. I, I don't my son is very respectable. So okay. I don't raise him the disrespect. <laughs> you know, somebody else. So if, if he did feel that way, he wouldn't say it to the other person. He would bring it to me. Mm -hmm. um, but I do feel like if a person <clears throat> has kids and they're in that situation, you have to be also mature enough to have a conversation with your kid or adult kid, whoever, and actually ask them, what is your reasoning? Because mm -hmm. if you don't have a legit reason of why you don't like this person, I'm not going to stop dating them just because you're saying you don't like them. Like you gotta have a legit reason as to why you don't like the person I'm dating. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and like I said, man, the question was, uh, we finna get off of it, but the question was, <laughs> do multiple kids scare a male or female from being in a committed relationship? And I think um, depending on certain factors, I think we all agree that it does, you know, especially when you get older, when you get older, you're going to deal with somebody with kids, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just the way it is. When you get to your thirties and forties or whatever, you're going to deal with some people with kids and even grandkids. So, I mean, you got to be mentally prepared for that anyway. So, I mean, if you out here trying to look for some female without any kids or something, you might have to go search younger if that's your preference, male or female and stuff like that. So, um, Miss Jackson, she got a long comment. Whew, that's, that's long, Miss Jackson. I I mean, I'm gonna post it on there, but I mean, we finna move on to the next question though. But I appreciate you. Uh, also, man, if y'all want to call in and voice y'all opinion, you don't have to um comment on here, you could just call 409 233 I mean, that's scrolling at the bottom if y'all want to call in and um voice y'all opinion on a particular um topic that we're talking about. So uh, let me get to something else, man. Uh, does sex make or break a relationship? You know what I'm saying? Does sex <laughs> make or break a relationship? And I think I'm just finna just, I mean, how I'm feeling right now, because I mean, tomorrow it might be a different opinion. But I'm just gonna say right now, I think it does. I think it's like a 50-50 as far as sex. You know, I think you have to be mentally attracted to the person and I think you have to be physically which is sexually attracted to the person too I think y'all got to communicate on y'all needs on what y'all like because communication can probably um take care of it or help it but um my opinion I think sex does make or break a relationship it probably can you know what I'm saying it probably can force that person to um uh, entertain somebody else you know what I'm saying? You said it probably can or it will. 
I put probably just to be on the safe side. Uh, probably. It definitely will. It yeah. definitely will. Uh, I don't know too many men that can go without sex or would, would personally choose to go without sex. So. Mm. Mm, okay. Uh, Brad, what you think? You think it's uh, making a breaking? I mean, I know you married to hip hop. Yeah. Uh, you, you married to hip hop. But just looking at the streets, though, and, and mm -hmm. what are you... Uh, yeah, sex is very high on the, on the you know, what I'm saying standards of most people today, and yes, a relationship can be made or broken, can wow. uh, due to sex, lack thereof, not that good. Yeah, all that plays a part in it. You know, it plays a very major role in it. Yeah, and you somebody said something. Uh, Sierra said it. it it can if one person is an info and the other person is not. And let me tell you, I got a homie. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to put him out there. But he was telling me about a relationship he was in, what he's in. And she's a nympho. Like, he's a, like, you know, he's a pretty wild guy. But he said that she is a nympho like four, five times a day. And he said he it, it's taking him out. Got to eat your wings. He, he said he don't know he can keep up too longer. And I think that right there, yeah, that might can be that that might can be a break if it's too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, like chill. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he is one of he in one of those situations. So I would say to something like that too is we gotta be realistic when we are dating somebody. Because if you know that may be a problem, don't accept that in the beginning and you know, or just because it, it sounds good at the moment or you trying to win this person over, don't do something that you know you can't keep up with. Mm. You know, like, because eventually, yeah, that's going to get to a point where you you get tired. You're like, oh, my God, I, dang, again? Mm -hmm. And it's going to cause a problem. Yeah. But if that person was always like that in the beginning, like, they didn't fool you. You fooled yourself. You got to know your limits with that because sex, sex is a workout. That ain't just no... Yeah, you know that takes Actually, energy, like yeah. time, like that's that's it's yeah. The, the older you get, man, that's that. That could be your exercise for the for a couple days. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You ain't no spring chicken no more. But yeah, sex, and I think it's important to communicate too on what the person likes. A lot of people they have sex and they don't. They have sex with the person they don't even or whoever they're dealing with, and they don't even communicate with what they like. They just have sex and just have sex. Not knowing that this person like this or this person like that. And it don't be no communication. It might be like this person might want to have sex and you might want to have it, but y'all just not communicating. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, so I think communication definitely plays a, a important role in sex and stuff like that, you know. So and to be honest with you, and as, and as far as it getting boring, so let's just say as far as like sex getting boring to certain people, that's when the communication really needs to play a part. Cause you, I mean, maybe you need to spice it up. Maybe you need to text her while she at work and tell her certain things or vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the older you get, you know, um, you kind of want to keep it a little new and a little fresh right. and stuff like that. So, you know, because like, you know, the, the sex dies down for a lot of people, too. Yeah. So uh, and I see this comment. So, KT, no, you missed the whole point of that. KT a little, he a little. <laughs> Look, I can already tell what type he is. You, you missed the whole point of that. Because first of all, four to five times a day ain't even realistic, to be honest. 
And then secondly, only people that can really do it four to five times a day is people who ain't got nothing else going on in their life. So. <laughs> yeah, KT, KT keep you a little spicy, man, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Ginger said sex is important for couples and also good for anxiety and stress. Yeah, that's good. I like that comment, yeah. Ginger. I like that. She must have Googled that. You Google that, no, it huh, is. Ginger? It is. That's, that's, re- that's really <laughs> a good benefit of that. That's why I don't agree with with couples not having sex weekly. Like, I don't agree when couples say they go without sex. They they have sex like two, three times a month. I'm like, what? Mm. How? Like, you should be having it more than that. Not no four to five times a day. But you definitely should be having it more than three to four times a month with your partner. Um. Yeah, you know what? I know, I know a guy. He was only getting sex on his birthday. That was it. He was only getting sex on his birthday. And I, I had to tell him, like, bro, you might have to check and make sure she ain't cheating on you because if you only getting it on your birthday. So I was like, what if it's that time? You know, what if that time, if that if, if that's the time for her? He was like, he don't get it. He just don't get it. I was like, oh, no, my brother. I, I say, what? And he was like, even sometimes in the bed, he'll make a move on her. Bam, she'll swat his hand. And I was like, dang, bro, that's... I felt bad. I'm not even gonna lie. I felt real bad. It it almost I felt Will Smith for him. I felt like how people feeling about Will Smith. I felt like this man was was suffering. <laughs> so but I mean I mean to each his own. He's still with us. So I mean, it was only so much I could say. I wasn't trying to push him into a divorce just because of that. I mean, that ain't my thing or whatever, but I mean, dang man, like I mean the stress build up, the frustration build up, and stuff like that. So, can't say she only giving it to giving the n word the butt on a payday. Okay, yeah, once a year, once a year, the side side dude, or could have been side female, could have been a side female. Who knows? These days, it's different these days, or whatever. So, um, man, let me get let me get on this. Let me let me switch the topic on whether the cornbread gonna he gonna like this one. Um, he showed quiet. <laughs> uh, is hip hop mentally destroying black love? You know what I'm saying? I mean, from I'm not gonna lie, he my idol since '92, '93, Snoop Dogg. I used to want to be like Snoop Dogg. I'm not even gonna lie. He was the coolest cat I ever seen rapping. He had candy curls. He was on the beach cruise. He was doing his thing, but he rapped a lot of negativity about women. And I think from that then on. You know, you listen to a lot of hip hop music and it's not, you know, it's it's dogging out women. It's calling them B's, it's calling them H's, it's calling them tricks, it's calling them all kind of words and stuff like that. And when I think when the youngsters listen to this, I think it's like, man, I'm not finna get out hub because my homeboys go think I'm a I'm a simp or something. So I just, you know, you you think hip hop is playing a part? As far as destroying the black love out there, definitely is because mm, surprise me. You started talking about my era of music, the nineties. Mm-hmm. Now, when Snoop was out there talking about these ain't, you still had positive rap going on at the time. Mm-hmm. Heavy Heavy D was out talking about love at about the same time when Snoop yeah. was doing his thing. Yep. So you had balance back then. Today, 
there's no balance because you can't point to one rapper who made a hit record or a song that you're familiar with that speaks about love. Mm. Mm. They don't talk about love no more because love, love really, I, it's crazy to say, but love don't fit in hip hop right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a song that's that's dedicated. That I'm trying to think of a love song, a rapper that wrote a love song lately. Not I lately. Think, I can't think of one. Not lately. Say they make radio. They make love songs to drugs. Yeah, Future make a lot of love songs to drugs, though. I mean, but they ain't, they ain't <laughs> talking about. It's not like Common Delight. It's not LL Cool J. I need uh, love. It's yeah. not um, talk. It's a whole bunch of classic hip hop love records that I can name. But this generation of music doesn't have that. Mm. They're not talking about love. Uh, I, I talk about love. I have a record coming out called Ladies Room that mm -hmm. addresses the women, you know what I'm saying, from a male perspective. Uh, and I speak about love on there, you know. Um, I feel like it's balanced because it has a little bit of love. It has a little bit of ratchet. It has a little bit of conservativeness. It has a little bit of I hate you, B, because mm. that's life. Every day you wake up, you're not going to be happy. Every day you wake up, you're not going to be upset. But if you have all those feelings and emotions captured in one project, I believe that your question um, could be answered a little different after the ladies room comes out and you can okay. say okay here goes a rapper who's talking about love and when that come out though oh uh, that's summertime okay we, we ain't far from it we we're okay. not far from it at all okay miss trina i know that we're not we're not necessarily blaming hip-hop i'm just saying you know as far as the youngsters out there when they you know they they're the ones who get heavily influenced by this music out here well let me say it is hip-hop should get the blame because Hip-hop right now, uh, a major reason why hip-hop has went down the drain is partially because of the consumers, the people who listen to it, the people who listen to the radio, the people who watch them half-ass award shows with them half a homos on it. I'm sorry. Let's just be real about it. Hip-hop hip went down the drain over a decade ago. Over a decade. I'm saying that, and I'm a rapper myself. So it 20, 2012, 2010, 2010, 2012. It went down before that. Try mm -hmm. Lil Wayne and Soldier Boy. That's the point where it went down the toilet. Mm -hmm. And from that point, we can see the trajectory of the game mm -hmm. going down, the quality of the game going down. Who has out of, outside of Kendrick Lamar, you can't name another rapper with a classic album or even decent album. Mm. Hip-hop has, hip has went down the drain because we lost our, first of all, there's no social commentary. There's no news that we can use. There's no love. There's no brighter day. There's just doom and gloom. It's just death, death, murder, death, kill, go to jail, do drugs, fuck all the hoes, drive all the fancy cars, got all the jewelry. And that's all everybody talking about. I'm sorry. Hip-hop is not that. Okay, Trina, Trina not agreeing. Miss Miss Adams not agreeing. Uh, hey, you got 
You got four nine. You got four nine two three three zero zero one seven. If y'all don't agree, if y'all want to tap hey, in, I'm sorry. I'm just being truthful because ain't nobody out, ain't nobody out in hip hop right now promoting nothing good, nothing good. Not love, not respect, not honor, none of that. But everybody jam them. Well, y'all jam them. I don't listen to noise pollution. I have a hip hop house. Noise pollution don't play in my house or my car. And I don't allow my son to listen to it either. I'm trying to see. So I'm, I'm curious <laughs> as to the two that said they don't agree. What what do y'all think is destroying black love? Yeah, they say they don't agree with that. Miss Miss Adams, shout out to Miss Adam and, and Miss Trina, shout out to Miss Trina. They say they don't agree with that. I'm trying to see as far as 2012. I'm trying to see who put out a classic album since 2012. Uh I might be a little biased on certain things or whatever. Jay Z four four four, but people don't count Jay Z because he's not a part of this generation. No, nah, he's definitely not a part of the generation or whatever. But he's still, as far as more one of the best lyricists out there. Um, he's still putting together uh, better songs than a lot of these artists because you can't really understand. A lot of these Unknown caller. Oh, hold on. Let me see. I think uh, this might be spam or something. Okay, hold on. We got a caller. Let me let me let me uh let me get the caller. Hey, caller. Hi. Hey, what's up? You on the kickback? Podcast? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can okay. Hear you. <laughs> so this 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 is Trina. This is uh T R E. So uh, I heard them ask basically for those who disagree. Then what do we think it is? So, I mean, I'm, I'm not in a position to type all of that. So, I just want right. you to call me. For sure. And I right? appreciate you okay. for calling. So, this is, <laughs> so, this is my deal. Like, first and foremost, this blanket statement, I am not a fan of us trying to blame something for people's choices. Like, for me, that's an issue. And then when we start talking about, like, black love as a whole, and then we start referencing these younger people as if they are the representative of black love as a whole. Mm. That's why I ask, like, is that the new thing that we're blaming? Like, it's so many different dynamics that play a role in the state of what we consider black love. So to try to say, is this one thing destroying it? When really, once again, same way, Floyd, when we did the um, the podcast on the social media causing this and causing that it's about what you do with it because the fact is like i told you before everything can be perverted you know even the things that we use for positive reasons and for good can be perverted and used for negative but to simply just be like oh this is destroying us there are some people that to be honest with you i mean all black people don't listen to hip-hop but that don't mean that just because they don't listen to hip-hop that their love life or whatever we're talking about when we consider the quote-unquote black love is amazing or perfect so i just my thing is when i say that i don't agree i don't agree with trying to pinpoint or put that whole dynamic or that phenomenon on one thing and i surely don't think that we need to be so simplistic about it because the fact is we have choices to make and it's about interpretations but how do you blame a, a music genre for the breakdown in relationships. I think the bigger issue is the fact that if that's what they're using to give them 
guidance for life, that's a bigger issue. The same thing with social media. Mm. Like, that just don't make sense to me. I feel what you're saying, and that's definitely... That's definitely a dope opinion. I, I like your opinion on how you um, broke that down. But uh, do you understand as far as what do you what do you think about as far as like hip hop, the negativity on the on the black female, the disrespect of the black female? Like it's, it's, it's just popular. I mean, you hear it on the radio. Yeah, but see, my thing is, when we start talking about when that started, I mean, I'm in my 30s, and that didn't start no 10 years ago. I mean, if we listen to early Too Short, you know what I'm saying? If we listen to early Snoop Dogg, I mean, I was little then. Like, so I'm saying, like, when we start talking about this hip-hop destroying black love, that was a long time ago. So are we going to really go back to what? 20, 25 years ago and say, oh, yeah, it's destroying it. Like, that's a long span of time to say that that's responsible for what we are considering the issues now. It's a lot of other things that play a role in that. Now, I'm not saying that there may not be no influence of any kind coming from there, but Mm -hmm. the fact is to blame, no, I'm sorry, no, because the fact is there are some people that listen to that same music that are loving people. So it has something to do more with just simply the existence of these songs. You know what I'm saying? And the existence of this genre or whatever. To be honest with you, um, when you say hip-hop, you might want to define what you mean by that because a lot of this stuff sounds like pop to me. So there's a lot of the stuff that they're talking about don't sound like hip-hop. If we're talking about traditional hip-hop, it sounds like pop music. I agree. Okay. You know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we know that the roots of hip hop was that of, you know, a message and this and that. But, you know, all things evolve. But a lot of the things that, you know, to be honest with you, I don't necessarily consider Future to be just straight hip hop because he's not really a lyricist. You know what I'm saying? It's just more feel good music. Nah, because I mean, I'm not going to act like I don't listen to the future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to act like I don't listen to March Madness. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you're going to talk about traditional hip hop, I don't know if that necessarily fits. Mm. You know? So that's what I'm saying. I agree with that. You know, but I mean, it's all good. Like, I agree to disagree, and I respect everybody's, you know, opinions because we all have a right to have one. But it's just that for me, you know, especially with what I do, I just, I consider dynamics. And there are multiple things that play a role in things. You know what I'm saying? There are so many dialectics that play a role in things. So that's all I'm saying is that to try to just, you know, minimize it and be like, okay, so this is what it is. Nah, there's so much more going on. And why don't you tell uh, the audience or the people that's listening, what what do you do? You say, in, you know, as far as what you do. I know what you do, but. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm Trina. Uh, I usually come on sometimes with Floyd. I'm mm-hmm. a cognitive behavior therapist here in Beaumont with my own practice, the Rose Center. So yeah, Exactly. So y'all, the Rose, so y'all check out the Rose Center, you know what I'm saying? And if y'all need a, a, a therapist, a dope therapist, but that's gonna be another just another show, you know what I'm saying, as far as you know, mental health and stuff like that. But if you have mental health issues and if you want to get some help, then holla at Miss T R Eve, holla at the um the Rose Center. Uh-huh. And she'll get you. Yeah, right, I appreciate man. you. All right, thank you for thank, thank you. you for tapping in. All right. Okay, that was dope. I like I like her perspective. 
yeah, I'm not really into the music thing like that. So I don't really have too much to say. The only thing I'm going to leave off with, with that is that um, the three of y'all are right. Cornbread, you're right. Trina, you're right. Um, I don't know if her, I don't, sorry if I mispronounced your name. Is it Hel Helena? I think, yeah, Helena. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All three of you guys are right. Neither one of you guys are wrong in what you're saying. I think when we're having these discussions, we have to realize that not one thing or solution will work for everybody. So just because you may not feel hip hop is affecting it does not mean that it's, it's not affecting a certain dynamic of people. And so I don't want, I feel like when we're having these conversations, we got to get to the root of issues and hip hop pop whatever you want to say music in general is one of those factors that is a root in destroying black love so i, I don't want us to get into the argument of well why are you saying hip-hop and not pop you know i don't i don't want to get into that type of argument yeah. you know it's not it's not about the genre it's about music as a whole is it destroying black love yes it is now whatever genre you choose to say is destroying that that's your personal opinion we can't argue that um but it definitely goes back to you have to get down to the roots. You mm -hmm. know, there's and and I love what Helena, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, because I'm I'm a life coach and my focus is accountability and mindset change. And I love what she said. Blaming anyone other than ourselves takes away the from the accountability factor. And it really, really does. But in black in taking accountability, you have to know what work what is hindering you and what is not. And for some people, hip-hop is very damaging mm -hmm. so you know accountability is individuality it's, it's not a whole factor it's not it's not uh well you can't say hip-hop is not damaging well yes you can say it's not damaged or it is damaging you know what i'm saying so it's like uh you know some of those arguments i i feel like we we have and we shouldn't have because we we miss the point of what is really being said when we try to narrow down on a certain wording of something true True, true indeed. I, man, that was a that was a very opinionated. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, no, no, not you. I'm just saying the topic in itself. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, sorry. But um, I got another one. Let's get on, man. Let's get on. I got two. I got I got a couple more topics, man. And this one is about men. Are men afraid of women who have just as much as them? Mm. You think men are afraid of women or women that that are accomplishing goals and knocking off things and probably have more or accomplish more things than the man itself that can you think that can be intimidating to me uh certain men are intimidated by that mm -hmm. uh, i see that happening you know what i'm saying a little bit yeah uh, every it's not every man though every man is not intimidated some men get turned on by vicious woman mm, true you know, can't but, say give him can't say hell nah give me that check <laughs> can't be wallet i'm with that i'm with that uh i think as a man i think you should want your woman or if you or let's just say i'm just thinking if he's already with a female i think a man should push his lady to accomplishing goals and and achieving things you know what i'm saying to you know better herself uh that's how i feel um, now meeting the woman that already has those goals and stuff like that, I think that's a benefiting factor. Um, cause she has her own motivation. She don't need you to, 
you know, motivate her. And she probably can motivate you. You know, everybody needs somebody that, you know, to, to motivate them to reaching a goal or whatever. If they get halfway and they think like, oh, man, I don't know. And you have that person out there that's backing you up, that's motivating you. But I think that uh, you are right, Cornbread. I think some men see um, females and, you know, they doing their thing. They got their own house. They got their, a nice job. They, you know, they live in life and they don't technically need a man as far as financial wise. And I think some guys is like, uh, they might throw a stipulation on her. They might, they might throw a, they, they might throw a title on her. Like, oh, she's uh she's bitchy or, um, you know, uh, she wants, she's controlling. So I think, you know, on that aspect, a lot of men do throw titles on those type of women that already accomplished those things to, to make themselves feel a little good and be like, ah, man, I would talk to her, but oh, she controlling or she got an attitude or, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I think, I think men are afraid of women who, and it's levels, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they just afraid that they might get shot down too. Yeah, because people are afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, especially nowadays. You know, especially nowadays, you you hop in an inbox and she might post a message or screenshot it or something like that. So you know, a lot of guys just turned off on that factor. Um, but you know, uh, it's it gets a little tough. What what do you what do you think, Brandy? You think men are afraid of women who have just as much as them? I mean, have you met any guys that's you know like uh? little nervous speaking to you or was reluctant to speak to you because and are are you just shooting those guys down too are women just saying like oh, you don't got that you know and just shooting them down crash burning this is another one it's it's like it's really no it's really no set answer because okay i i really believe it's a very low percentage of men that are afraid Mm. of women that got i think the percentage is way lower than we are saying that it is um the thing is with that and again i i life coach so i deal with a lot of people their mindsets their ways everything so the women that i've seen say that that men are afraid sorry um sir but they are controlling they are controlling they have horrible attitudes you can't tell them nothing, et cetera, et cetera. So okay. the thing with that, I wouldn't even necessarily say afraid is the word. I would just say men are just, they're not, they don't want to tolerate it. It's like, I'll just have sex with you and move on. Like, I don't want to commit to a woman who you got this high status. So now you feel like you run me or now you feel like, you know, you are above me. You don't you don't look at us as a partner. Now you feel like, oh, I make more than you, so you beneath me. So men mm-hmm. just it ain't they they afraid. They just they don't want to put up with the BS. So I'd rather just sleep with you and move on about my way. It's not necessarily being afraid. It's just shit, they just don't got time for what comes with it. Okay, Ken is definitely agreeing with you on that, Randy. Oh, now okay. he agreeing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ken definitely siding with you on that. Helena said good point. Uh, and they shouldn't. Uh, okay, okay. Ken say he don't want a strong, independent black woman. And we could we could go different ways with that. Yeah, this topic and man, this topic almost needs its own separate because it's it's different factors to hit on that. It almost needs its own separate broadcast. Mm-hmm. And um, yo, like I said, man, um, if 
you know, if y'all want to uh, get in tune, get familiar with Brandy, you know, she has her own, uh, she has her own podcast. She's a life coach. Um, so Brandy, so if, okay, I was going to go to the the end of the show, but I see a lot of people feeling you and, and, and loving the comments and stuff like that. Cause you new to the show cornbread. He, he's a, he's a, he's a vet. You know what I'm saying? I love having cornbread on. So a lot of people are familiar with him already, but as far as you people that are loving you, how can they, you know what I'm saying? Uh, how can they find you and be like, man, I'm feeling what she's saying. Let me go follow her. How can they follow you? So before y'all do that, let me just warn y'all. The Uh-oh. same thing y'all like me for, y'all probably gonna hate me for later. But <laughs> <laughs> I be, I'm telling you, I be on the accountability and the mindset. I do not play when it comes to me getting into these topics. So beware before you follow me. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. You can follow Conquering Relationships. I don't know if I could type that on there, but Conquering Relationships. Yeah, just tag it. Like after the show, just tag it. I'll share it. I share it for if people want to, you know, saying get in con- contact and want to follow you, Brandy. Oh, what's up, Chris? What's up, Christopher Matthews? Um, Ginger was like Brandy speaking for sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and there's a lot. And if I skip y'all comments, my bad, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we talking, we having a conversation. And I appreciate y'all comments and stuff. And I try to post all y'all if I could, but we gotta continue moving on to the show. And I can't just be going over every comment like that because then the show will be like two hours and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, um, Miss Lemons, she said having standards can be a turnoff to some men. Ooh, I guess to the men that can't relate. I mean, that can't identify with. Thank you, Ginger. Yes. She, yep, yep. So, um, and I'm a, so Elaine, yes. Um, and I like that word more turn off versus being afraid. So, I don't think they're afraid of women that have standards, but if they don't want anything serious with you or they don't want to really boss up, you know, as they need to to be in a relationship, then yeah, it it could be a turn off because that means I got to put in actual work to get what I want. No, (laughs) I don't really want you like that. I just, you know, so. And just and, and let and let me flip the script as far as vice versa too, you know. Um uh you know, are men afraid or women afraid? You do you think women are afraid of a man who has or is that something that they want? They want, you know, that guy that can provide for them. But do you think certain women are afraid if they see a guy, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing and they might think that, you know, it's levels and I might not, you know, reach his level or whatever. Do you think of you do you think females are afraid to or or do you think that you know hey that guy might be on a you know he might not like me he's he's doing this who's doing that why would he like me you you think females feel that way too I, or they jumping on that yeah I think they jumping on it because we we want we want somebody to look like they can provide for us so I don't <laughs> think we afraid of that okay all right you know um what they had a movie they had a movie isn't it i know it's a tyler perry movie or whatever but that was a tyler perry movie with the chick i think she was cleaning up uh the office buildings or something like that and tyler perry was like the ceo or something and he ran into her one day and they ended up falling in love and all that type of stuff you know i'm saying it's a tyler perry movie but she was kind of tripping and she didn't think you know she was in his league and stuff so i was just having to throw it out there just to slide that in there though yeah I mean, I think it happens, but I, I don't probably happen more on the movies than in real life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially with a Tyler Perry movie. You know, they kind of all kind of 
scripted a little bit. She say might be a little intimidated, but not that much. Um, but yeah, man, to speak on it, are men afraid of women who have just as much as them? And that, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a lot of it's a lot of men out there that are low key leeching on women. Uh, I got a homegirl um uh, that I know of, man. She, she dealing with a dude that's no car, no job, nothing, just leeching, you know. So, uh, some men they not really afraid of women that you know got more than. Than them, they actually kind of want yeah, it. Opportunity, because, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like an opportunity for them to keep doing what they're doing, which is probably nothing, and you know, have the female keep providing, dropping off the work, you know, picking up for work and all kind of stuff. So you know, you do have those cats out there too. That's you know, um, that's that's looking for the opportunity that don't have nothing to provide for the female, but dick. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you, they don't have nothing to provide for that female, but sex. So they actually are looking for, you know, they're not afraid of women who have just mushroom. That's the opportunity. So they could get out of their mom house or whoever house they in and just go, you know what I'm saying, slide on in and do what they got to do and stuff like they that. They so, mama house. Yeah, for sure. I mean, hey, it'd be like that. So, but, um, man, this is another question, man. And I, and I thought of this question last night. Um, I think a lot of people... Um, the question is understanding his or her needs before you get into the relationship. And I think a lot of people, my opinion only, I think when people get into a relationship, they don't really understand what that person is needing at that particular moment. You know what I'm saying? You get in a relationship or whatever, you're talking and y'all like each other and y'all feeling each other out. But as far as understanding what that person wants, I think uh, as they get farther along into the relationship, then they start to have arguments because the understandings is different. That person might not, like we was talking about as far as a person going out to the club a lot, that person might not want you. That person might need somebody that's, that. that's, you know, I'm not going to say like a homie person, but a person that's, you know, I need you close with me. I don't need you out like that. I prefer a person that's home with me all the time. And I think a lot of people, when they get in a relationship, they don't have that communication and they don't have that understanding about what that person wants in a relationship, they just, you know, they just get together. And then as time goes, conflicts happen because I don't think they discuss the understanding before the relationship. And that part right there, the very last part, because to me, I feel like these are things that should be discussed <laughs> and established before you become exclusive. Like, like I said earlier, like I wouldn't date a dude that's going out all throughout the week and every weekend because you're showing me what you, what you're doing. So if I decide to be with you, I'm literally finna be fighting a battle trying to get you to stop going out so much and be home with me. I don't want to have that battle or that fight. Mm -hmm. So I just will not date a person who lives that lifestyle. So I feel like for a lot of us, we get with people knowing how they are or they're showing us how they are. And we, we're hoping that after we become exclusive that they're changed. We're just hoping that they exactly. understand. Yeah, that's the key word. They hope that after months together that that person would change and, you know, fit what they want them to be and stuff like that. But cornbread, you think females in this area think a certain way in their understanding in this area is different. Why do you think that females in this area particular, the understanding is not them? Uh, because of uh, the history of Beaumont 
in a sense, has always been a following city, meaning oh, okay. we don't have our own. We have our own identity, but instead of having our own identity, we rather roll with somebody else's identity. We mm. rather dress it up and make it look like Atlanta. We rather dress it up and make it look like New York. Mm. Rather mm. dress it up and make it look like Los Angeles. But really, this is Beaumont. Mm -hmm. That affects the mindset also because you have society standards. You have the Internet and social media. Mm -hmm. You have the music which all plays a role because this is all programming. All this is programming. Programming. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and there we are in the middle of it all because we don't have no understanding. Yeah, and like I said, I I, I think as, I think, um, I think a lot of people to not run that person off because they like that person and I think they don't discuss some of those understandings or what they particularly want in a relationship because they don't want to run that person off. And like Brandy was saying, um, you know, uh, as far as like the understanding, the understanding of a person, you know, you just kind of, I mean, if you ain't been in a relationship in a long time or a while and you like that person, but you want you don't want you want to tell that person like look I'm not the type that goes out all the time I like to chill um have a dinner but you might be scared that you know it might run that person off or something like that or like I like to go to church every Wednesday and, and and Sunday and you they might think like hey that guy might not like that or that female not might not like that so let's not discuss that I don't want to talk about that right now hopefully they'll understand me as we get old I mean during a relationship and they'll convert to you know how I feel about certain things, and then we see that they don't happen. You know what I'm saying? It causes conflicts of interest and stuff. So I think as far as understanding, you know, like a lot of people don't discuss that. Communication is everything. When and you I avoid think, when you avoid the tough conversation, you're setting it up for a serious situation. That part. You you gotta have them them tough conversations. Be who you are. Because if you change who you are to get the person, best believe to keep that person, you're going to have to continue not being yourself. So be who you are from the beginning. And if they run, if you scare them off because of that, then good. You just saved yourself wasted time, wasted years, wasted having kids with somebody that you weren't going to be with. Like you, mm -hmm. you're saving yourself time by being exactly who you want to be in the beginning. Instead yep. of changing yourself because you like the person so much. So I want to I want to be who I need to be to please them. If you do that, you're forever having to be somebody else to please them. Yeah, I like I like Norris. Uh, I like uh, Desmond Norris. And he said, how can you understand someone else needs when you don't even understand yours? Ooh. A lot of folks have trauma that they haven't been faced yet. Yeah, that, I think that is true. Hey, yeah. hey, you need to make that comment a stat so it could be reposted because. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man, you need to post that on Facebook, Desmond, yes, or something sir. like that, because you know what I'm saying that that's uh um that's uh, that's the truth that hurts a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? You a lot of people don't understand themselves, man, and they out there, you know what I'm saying, throwing that toxic, throwing a toxic self on people and stuff like that, and then you know blaming them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, Ginger said uh yes, but also communicate to understand, not to respond. Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that too. I, I like that too. Um, um, what's up, Miss uh, Rosalind? She said, "Yeah, exactly. Be yourself at all times. 
and quit falling for potential. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people fall for the potential. Yeah, yeah. You see that person and you like the potential in them and you're like, yeah, I like that potential. I see that they can, you know, they might be, that keyword might, you yeah. know? And I, stuff I like that. <laughs> yeah, I hope this, I mean, I haven't found a guy that's this close, you know what I'm saying, to being what I want and he might be the one. So, but um, yeah, man, you know, I had a, I had a few more questions. I had a few more questions, but man, we reaching like an hour, we over like an hour. I know people tapping in and stuff. Um, if y'all want to do one more question, I could do one more question and stuff like that. But you know, um, if y'all ready to tap out, you know, it's it's good, man. You know, I could always do a part three, part four, part five, part six, part seven, or whatever. But um, you know, yeah, what I'm saying we. You might have to do a part three because you ain't get it through all your questions. I don't ever get through all the questions, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I don't ever get through all, but that's a good thing, though. You know what I'm saying? When people respond and and you know what I'm saying, they throwing out um that they're throwing out their reasons for the you know the the topic and the answers that we're providing and stuff like that. Um, you know, it always makes good conversation. So, but um, yeah, you know, uh you know, actually, I could save it on the next show. The next show next week is, uh, uh, what exactly does a man want? <laughs> so, you know, next Friday, you know what I'm saying? 8 PM, same time. It's going to, the, the show is going to be what exactly does a man want? And when I posted this, I had a lot of females hitting me saying that men don't know what the hell they, they don't know what the hell they want. Uh-huh. Why were they, they was already, Saying why, why why men couldn't answer that or they don't know what they want and all that they're not mature. They're throwing all kinds of stuff like that. for next week. Yeah, so uh, man, that's gonna be a spicy. You know what? You know what I don't like about that, and, and it goes both ways. Okay, um, so yeah, because I yeah. But I the the thing I don't like about that is that we we will never learn the other gender when you're asking when you're asking men a certain question and women are answering for them. It's like stop answering for them and let them answer. True. So we can understand. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just saying because I'm looking at cornbread and cornbread look like he ready. He look like he already ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Because really, when they when they comment on there, I saw those comments that you're talking about. And what some went, not all women, some women like to personalize this conversation to what happened to them. They might have dealt with a dude who didn't know what he wanted. So mm. now in her mind, every dude don't know what he wants. And she approaches this situation and saying, oh, these dudes don't know what they want based off her own personal experience. Mm-hmm. Not the worldly experience. So that's a problem too. And we got to right. address all that. Right. And that's what I'm saying. If, if we want to get better at the communication, if we want to get better at understanding the opposite gender, when a question is asked to men, ladies, y'all got to lay off for answering for them. And that's that's why when when you said that about men being afraid of women, no, men, women are controlling in a lot of situations. And so you we need to sit back more and let men talk. We say we want them to talk and communicate, but then we override them and then we get mad when they shut down. Man, I'm hey, corn, man. cornbread. I'm, I'm liking. I'm liking brandy, man. I'm liking. Okay, I'm done. 
I'm, I'm liking I'm liking Brandy, man. Brandy, hey, hey, Brandy. Brandy. Shout out to Brandy. Get the claps for Brandy being a Come on, Brandy. I just want to shout out to you. You're so patient. <laughs> I'm like, you're so quiet. And then when you talk, you say your thing, and then you just you sit back again. Yeah, for sure. 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 Miss <laughs> sure. Adams say, yeah, let them speak for themselves. That's what you gotta do. You gotta let, let that man speak, ladies. Let that man speak. I mean, you're doing all the talking, you're doing all that rap, 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 and he just sitting back. Understand what he gotta say. Just do a little understanding and stuff like that. Understand each other. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, hey Brandy, I'm not gonna lie, you've been a dope guest. So, you know, I can't wait. I, I would love to have you back on again. If you want to yes. come back on again next week. When okay. We talk about what a man really wants, and then I'm thinking I'm gonna switch up next week after that. What a woman really wants, or something like that, or whatever. So you know, we just go, we go, we just go keep, we just go keep tapping in, we go keep locking in, and stuff like that. And I appreciate you for being a guest and coming on, or whatever. And um, these conversations gotta be had, y'all. We gotta have them. The tough conversations, like Cornbread said, we got to have the tough conversations. It's time. That's the only way we're going to break these generational habits, these mm. traumas, everything mm-hmm. we're dealing with. It's time <clears throat> to have these conversations. Yeah, facts, facts. And um, like I said, man, if y'all want to tap, like I said, if y'all missed the show, if y'all caught it late, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on LinkedIn. It's going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's going to be on whatever you want it to be on or whatever you can reach. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be everywhere. Or you could just watch it again on Facebook. Uh, again, because I hate when people inbox me and say, "Man, I missed the show." I'm like, "Well, I mean, you missed the live show." Yeah, go watch the replay. Can, <laughs> yeah, go watch the replay. Just like if you All miss right. some on TV and you you DVR, you go back and watch it again. So just watch it over or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And if you comment or if you make a comment pertaining to my guest, I'm pretty sure they're gonna comment back and respond to whatever you said anyway. But like I said, man, I appreciate y'all for um. Tapping in cornbread and brandy or whatever, and you know, I, I hit y'all up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a couple of days and see if y'all free, feel, see if y'all available to chime in, or if anybody else want to chime in on next week's show, you could be a guest too. We, I'm not discriminating. Yeah. If you want to come on and voice your opinion on some of these topics or even call, you could do that. You could be like cornbread, you could be like Miss Brandy on here doing anything, making time out, which I very much appreciate it. And I thank y'all for coming on. You're welcome, brother. I appreciate you, too. All right, man. I, I'll see y'all later. I'll see y'all next week, hopefully. So. Already. 100. Peace. All right. So, look, man, that was a dope, that was a dope show, man. You know what I'm saying? I like shows like that when we're discussing, um, you know what I'm saying, relationships and stuff like that. Because shows like this, everybody can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can relate to a show discussing men females, women, needs, and stuff like that, relationships, because we all, I mean, we all can relate to that, you know what I'm saying? If I'm discussing politics, or if I'm discussing hip-hop, or if I'm discussing racism, or domestic abuse, everybody can't relate to that, you know what I'm saying? But as far as when we're discussing these relationships, or the needs from a man or a female, you know what I'm saying? Everybody can relate to that, and it's going to be more shows like that. So, like I say, the next week's show is going to be uh what a man wants what what do men really want what do we want out there i'm gonna tell y'all you know what i'm saying i'm gonna let y'all know and cornbread said he go tap back in and whoever any other guys that want to come back on this show and and want to say what they really want or saying what 
the females is not giving them and stuff like that, you could do that too. Y'all could come on too. Just inbox me or whatever. And it's all love. Like I say, it ain't no discriminating or nothing like that. So like I say, next week's show, what a man really wants. And then the week after that, what a female really wants. And then after that, I might have to take a little break or whatever. Might be, you know what I'm saying, shifting locations and stuff like that. We'll see about that. But until the meantime, man, you know what I'm saying, I'm finna get out of here, man. Y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed and y'all be positive because, you know what I'm saying, negative people don't get <laughs> where they need to be in life by being negative, man. So, man, y'all be positive out there. Y'all be safe out there. I'm going to hit y'all later, man, and um, enjoy the weekend, man. So I holler 100.